Nick D'Annunzio from Murray is a Utah boy born and raised. But like many diabetics in the U.S., he can spend thousands of dollars a year to take the insulins to jail and Novolog. That's the scariest part about being diabetic is walking into the pharmacy and how much is this going to cost me this time? Is my coupon still good? Is the coupon not good? Is this medicine that I've been taking for the past two years and costing me $25 a month because of the coupons, all of a sudden now I don't have any more coupons and now it costs $400. But what Nick or you pay at the pharmacy counter is only part of the story. Medicare one of the largest purchasers of prescriptions in the country has to pay for certain drugs, regardless of the price. And then there are companies called Pharmacy Benefit Managers, or PBMs. They negotiate prices between manufacturers and pharmacies, but have also come under fire from pharmacists like Utah State Senator Evan Vickers, who during a recent hearing accused them of overcharging everyone. So the bottom line, the bottom line is, is you look guilty as hell. Those, those are the kind of things that drive me crazy. Dr. Rena Conti from Boston University says PBMs have actually helped keep prices for generics low, but brand names are a different story. Their business model is predicated in part on buying low and selling high. They don't necessarily face the strongest incentive to pass off those discounts and rebates that they get to patients at the pharmacy counter. However, hospitals, insurance companies, and sometimes pharmacies buy low and sell high too. Walgreens had earnings of more than $4 billion in 2018, though they say most prescriptions filled there are paid for using some form of insurance coverage or savings program. But what about insulin, an off-patent drug with many choices but also high prices? This is more complicated. Manufacturers have been accused of colluding. The prices of two prime insulin drugs rose in lockstep, 12 times. Whether that's true or not, there's another issue. Because of a law passed in 2010, the FDA has until this March to approve any new generics for insulin. If they don't, all those companies will have to apply again. And it usually takes at least a decade for a new drug, even if it's a low-cost, life-saving alternative, to be approved. Kelly Pierce, KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.